Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Would you be the jerk for outing your best friend of 10 plus years? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for correcting my stepdaughter's dad when he called me her nanny? I've been with my wife for eight years now. She has primary custody of her daughter, Santana, nine. Santana sees her dad, Mark, every other weekend and some holidays. As I've been one of Santana's primary caretakers for the past seven years, since I moved in with her mom, I've taken care of her more than Mark has and we're quite close. My wife and I have went on to have two children together who are now five years and 18 months. I've been a stay-at-home dad since the five-year-old was born. As a result, I'm the one making lunches, driving kids to activities, etc. That includes for Santana. Mark has always felt insecure about my place in Santana's life. I've always encouraged her relationship with her dad, while also been a place she can go to in order to vent about both her parents. I've never asked her to call me dad, but I've made it clear I love her the same as her siblings. And she's also said that she loves me and considers me her second dad. Mark also mocks me for my stay-at-home dad role. My wife always shuts him down and I just ignore him. He has, in the past, jokingly called me Santana's nanny and I just roll my eyes and say, whatever you think, Mark. I really don't see him much as my wife will take Santana to her dad's and pick her up. However, yesterday, my wife was sick and asked me to pick up Santana. She really couldn't get out of bed and I knew Mark wasn't going to drive out to us. He's refused in the past. So I went over to his place to pick her up. He was throwing a barbecue and had some family there. I'd never met any of them. Santana ran into my arms, excited to see me and shouting my name. A few people looked at Mark curiously. He laughed and said, that's Santana's nanny. I shook my head and said, I'm her stepfather, Greg. Nice to meet you all. Mark turned red and barely said goodbye to Santana. I didn't think much of it outside Mark just being Mark. However, Mark texted my wife later saying I humiliated him and given I'd likely never see those people again, I shouldn't have said anything. My wife told him he's overreacting and then he then texted me, saying I had no right to correct him in his own home. He asked what was the big deal in his family thinking I'm her nanny. Am I the jerk? 100% not the jerk. You have every right to correct somebody when they call you something that you're not. It's not even like OP did it in a snarky or crappy way. They didn't address anything the guy said, they just said, I'm her stepfather Greg, nice to meet you all. Literally the most stand-up reply OP possibly could have done. I just feel bad for the dad having such insecurity here. Also hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our next story is, am I the jerk because I ate early? We were on vacation with my husband's family. We got here Sunday afternoon and I was hungry. I made food for myself and my son. My husband said to wait for his family so we could all have dinner together or maybe even go out. It was around 4 o'clock and he was saying we'd eat at 7. I said I was hungry and my son and I ate. After that, the three of us sat by the pool. His family arrived around 6 and everyone was hungry and wanted to go out to eat. 
I don't know if it was the traveling or what, but I was exhausted so I said I was too tired and would go to bed early. My son stayed home with me because he wasn't hungry and wanted to stay. I woke up early this morning and I made tea and sat by the pool while my son played. When my sister-in-law woke up, she came out to the pool and told me off for eating early, not going to dinner, and being so standoffish. She said everyone wanted to see me and my son, and I was being such a bench. I said I was tired from traveling. She said if I forced myself to stay awake, I'd be on the same schedule as everyone else, but since I went to bed early and woke up early, I was going to have the same excuse tonight. She also told me off for not making breakfast when I was the first to wake up, but I didn't know when everyone was going to wake up, and no one wants cold breakfast. She just rolled her eyes and walked away. I feel like everyone's been standoffish to me all morning and I'm wondering if I should apologize. Was I a jerk? I just don't think OP was the jerk in the situation. They're just trying to manage as best as they can being super jet lagged. Honestly, I can't blame them. Personally, as I've gotten older, it's gotten to the point where when I get tired, it's hard to tolerate just forcing yourself to stay up. When you are utterly tired, all you want to do is just lay down. Considering traveling can be a very zapping thing, I'm willing to bet that after a nice long night of rest, even if they're going to stay up later compared to when they did the previous day, they're probably going to be able to stand it a bit more. I think OP was just unjustly being berated here. Our next story is, am I the jerk for asking if my daughter-in-law fell when I heard of her miscarriage? My son announced his wife's pregnancy at 8 weeks after hearing the heartbeat. Unfortunately, she had a miscarriage around 10 weeks. When my son called me on the phone, I was so shocked that I just blurted out, Why? Did she fall? She did not fall, by the way. I didn't realize I was on speakers during that call and my daughter-in-law overheard my reaction. When she got pregnant again, they didn't announce until well into the second trimester. Due to my daughter-in-law ending a very unexpected C-section, my son requested my help to come over. I cooked, cleaned, did laundry for them, washed the baby, etc. Despite all my hard work, she was still very cold towards me and treated me rather poorly. I finally asked her why and she admitted that she was furious when I sounded very blaming when I asked if she fell. That's why her previous pregnancy ended in a miscarriage. I told her that I asked if she fell not to blame her in any sense but out of concern for her. I said that I'm aware there are other reasons that they occur as members of my immediate family have suffered the same. I was very sad to hear the news. All of us were so happy, excited about her first pregnancy, then the next day heard the sad news. We all called to speak to her directly and see how she was, but were told she wasn't ready to speak. We tried to give the space and time she needed for the situation. I don't think she believed me though. Am I the jerk for asking if my daughter-in-law fell, that's why she had a miscarriage? Even if it's a thought that does come to your brain, you should really keep that to yourself because like OP themselves said, it could happen for a variety of reasons. Maybe you could ask, are you physically hurt? Why did she fall? If that gets back to her, not only is she already going through a terribly tough thing, but is reminded of an earlier tough thing, and also probably gets put back in that mindset of, if you have a miscarriage while you fall, I can't imagine how hard it would be not to blame yourself for that happening. Who needs to be brought back into that mindset right now? This next story is, am I the jerk for pre-gaming my wife's dinners? My wife and I are both 32. Since we got married and moved in together five months ago, my wife has simply not made nearly enough food for me. This is not a kind of situation where I'm constantly agitated at her for incompetence or anything like that. 
I would be more than happy to microwave a burrito. I would be more than happy to whip up a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But I can't. My wife has, every single night of our marriage, done the same thing. She'll make me a tiny dinner. I'm talking like a Chinese chicken salad with 30 grams of chicken and 10 leaves of lettuce arranged fashionably with dressing. When I finish eating, I'm still hungry because for a 230 pound man who works a physical labor job, it's not enough food. At first, I tried to openly communicate with her, but she always took it horribly. She would adopt a thousand yard stare and then begin talking about how incompetent she is and how she can't even make her husband a proper dinner. I'd try to calm her down with, oh honey, that's not the case, I just eat too much, or don't worry about it, I can make a bit more. I'd try to be overwhelmingly positive. It never helped. She would always just get incredibly disappointed in herself, cry, and or take it out on me. Then she would make the exact same amount the following day. After the communication route failed, I tried to eat her dinners as is. It became hard to sleep at night due to hunger and I lost 7 pounds in the first month. Eventually, I figured out my own system. On my way home from work, I started swinging by a fast food restaurant and getting myself a burger. I would basically pregame her meals with some more calories. I figured it was win-win, as what she doesn't know can't hurt her, and I could have my fill of food. I would eat on my way home, walk in the door, pick at the salad or quinoa or homemade mac and cheese she made, compliment her for her delicious cooking, and later dispose of the wrappers discreetly. Two days ago, I was on my way home and in line at a drive-thru. My mother-in-law was coming out of the restaurant. She ran over and greeted me. I asked her in a humorous way not to tell her daughter where she saw me because she'd take it badly, and she agreed. But then she narked on me anyway. I got home to a furious wife who demanded details. When I provided the truth, she got extremely angry and looked legitimately hurt. I'm not good at handling confrontation and I feel like I betrayed my wife in some way. Was I wrong here? This is definitely one of those little things that you consider a small thing that builds up to be a very big thing the more you do it without you realizing it. If you stop there one time and fill up before the meal because you know it's gonna probably be a hungry thing, that's one thing. But for you to adopt this practice of stopping there every time on the way home and thinking that's the better route rather than continued communication and hands-on effort I think OP was sorely mistaken. What I would have liked to have seen is maybe OP takes some time off or, God forbid, goes hungry for an extra hour or two and gets hands-on with them and helps make the meal and kind of shows them hands-on how much OP wants to eat. I mean, what better way for them to properly learn how much to make and how to make it? Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling someone that his achievement just meant that he had rich parents? I, 23-year-old male, have been with my current company for a year now. Recently, a new guy, Jack, joined our team fresh out of college. Last Friday, my manager invited everyone to a bar after work. There, Jack told everyone about an achievement that he obtained over spring break. He visited his 150th country, Cambodia. In contrast to everyone else who were asking things such as, what was the best, worst, strangest thing you ate, which countries were your favorite, and any cool stories? I just said, good for you, and went back to my drink. Jack noticed me being quiet and asked me why I wasn't joining in. I said, don't worry about me, but Jack kept pressing the issue. I finally said, Jack, visiting 150 countries is cool and all, but it doesn't say anything about you as a person. 
It just means you had rich parents who could afford to travel internationally several times a year. I grew up poor, literally worked my butt off in high school, got a full-ride merit scholarship, and did everything humanly possible to land my current six-figure job. Rich people who think they're better than everyone else just because they had rich parents is a huge pet peeve of mine, but my coworkers didn't know any of that since I like to keep work and my personal life as separated as possible. Jack got really quiet after that and left soon afterwards. Now it's Monday morning and I'm wondering if I should have just kept my mouth shut. Honestly, having written this up and posted it out for people to see, I hope OP feels a little bit ashamed of what they did. So, because this person is in a more fortunate situation, and they were able to visit these 150 countries, they can't talk about it? They can't share that as a legitimate achievement? OP themselves said, Rich people who think they're better than everyone else just because they had rich parents is a huge pet peeve. Was this guy going around flexing that he was so much better than everybody else? Or were they sharing their achievement with other people that they thought might be interested in hearing about it? I mean, shoot, if I visited 150 countries, rich parents or not, I'd want to tell people about it. To be honest, I think OP was either just extremely insecure or jealous here. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to spend time with my stepsister? Backstory, I'm 15-year-old female. My parents divorced a year ago because my father cheated. He married to the affair girlfriend, like, instantly. I think he's a complete jerk and told the judge I wanted to live with my mom. So I do, but they still said I had to go to my father's every other weekend. I don't want to see him, so I refused to go at first, but it was stressing my mom out with court stuff. I agreed to go as long as his wife is totally hands-off and I can stay in my room and not be bothered except for one family activity of their choice. So that's where we are. Every other weekend, my dad picks me up, talks at me in the car because I won't talk to him. We go to family therapy where everyone but me talks. I stay in my room until sometime Saturday when I go out with him to do something fun and then mostly stay in my room until my mom picks me up on Sunday. I have plenty of stuff to keep me busy, so I'm fine, but everyone else, not so much. A fair wife has kids, 12-year-old female and 9-year-old male, that would go to their dads on my weekends, so I never saw them. But the schedule changed, so now they're there when I am. The 9-year-old is fine. He asks to borrow a video game now and then, but he's like polite about it and gives them back, so sure. The 12-year-old won't leave me the freak alone. Anytime I don't literally have my door locked, she's barging in trying to talk to me or wanting to do something. I tried to tell her to leave me alone in a nice way, but last time I just upped and told her I never want to talk to her and I'm going to ignore her from now on. She cried about it. A fair wife got mad. My father said she's having a hard time with the divorce too and I shouldn't take it out on her. I told him he could stop forcing me to visit then and problem solved. Everyone is mad. My mom says she gets it, but the 12-year-old probably is just looking for someone not her parents to talk to. I just don't see why it has to be me. So this one is really tough because I know OP definitely has these hard set-in feelings. But it does sound like in all consideration of things that the father is trying their best to have a relationship with OP. And it is tricky because the 12-year-old to me sounds like somebody that could be maybe looking up to OP. Or wanting to connect with somebody, like they said, that isn't their parents. I'm really conflicted here because I don't want to discount what OP's going through and their feelings. I just feel like it's the kind of thing that maybe 10 years down the road... 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. They look back on and think maybe they regret the way they acted. I don't think OP's wrong or their feelings at all. Personally, I think something like a personal, individual therapy would be really good for OP. Our next story is, am I the jerk for doing chores the way my husband suggested, resulting in his stuff being ruined? I'll keep this short. I work from home and make less than my husband, so I do more chores in general. I'm fine with this, but he never seems happy when I'm done with the chores. The pillows aren't fluffed enough on the couch or the mopping is done wrong. The worst is that he'll tell me to do the chores wrong. Use boiling water when mopping. We have fake floors, it'll damage them. Use the wire sponge on no-stick pans and so on. It drives me crazy, so he made the comment again about doing it his way and it'll be cleaner. So today I did that, took his favorite pan and used the wire sponge to clean it. I recorded it and yes, it scratched the thing up. When he got home, he flipped and we got into a huge argument, but my point was, I was just doing it as he told me to. He called me a jerk and I'm doubting myself since I did mess up a good pan. I don't think OP's outright the jerk here. I think you really had two ways to go about this. Straight up refuse because you know it would ruin that pan. Or ruin it and dig your heels into the dirt saying it's their fault, you just did it as they asked. Not ignoring the obvious though, there's some much more serious things than just a pan to work through here. Our next story is, am I the jerk for asking a girl I'm seeing about her period? A girl I'm seeing slept over the other night, and when she was here, stuff got a little sexual. She ended up saying that she was on her period. No big deal. I gave her a back rub and we watched movies the rest of the night. The next morning, she was getting ready to go home, and I went to the bathroom and my garbage was empty, and I didn't see her get up a single time to change her pad or tampon, so I questioned her about it and told her if I made her uncomfortable when I was making advances. She could have just said so and didn't need to lie about being on her period. She immediately got defensive and said she has no reason to lie. I told her I saw nothing that indicated she changed her tampon or pad that night and if she left a tampon or pad an all night, in fear of leaving it in my garbage, that I didn't care about that and that I have sisters and understood the dangers of using the same one all night. She said she was aware and didn't need me to mansplain periods to her and she called me weird and left. She's blocked me on everything and this feels very overdramatic. I was just looking out for her. Am I the jerk? I mean, to say what it is, OP straight up started with accusing her of not being on her period and lying about it, which is kind of a crappy thing to do to somebody. And then OP shifts when they get an obvious negative reaction to that, 
and then says, well, you don't have to hide it from me. I know all about that stuff. In a situation like that, I feel like it's impossible to want to open up about something that is a sensitive topic for a lot of people. Whether or not she was lying about it, OP did kind of mansplain periods and how it's bad to leave stuff in overnight. I feel like most people in that situation are just going to politely find a way to leave. Our next story is, am I the jerk for excluding a coworker when I was giving a lift to others? I have a weekend job at a warehouse where most people can't afford cars. They mainly rely on public transit, which isn't reliable when most of us ends our shift. Most of them used to walk 5 miles to the train station or stay at work for a few more hours, unpaid. The train station is literally on the way to my second job and house, so I offer them rides. I drive an F-150 so the truck seats 5 people including myself. 3 to 5 people, including myself, usually clock out at 2 in the morning, so I drive everyone in my shift to the train station. I don't mind, my truck can fit them all and it's fun to drive with others. But there's this one woman I don't care for that much. She has a reputation for being lazy. While everyone would be working, she's usually in the office or outside speaking with a supervisor who's into her, I think. She also never thanked me or even says please. It's like she's entitled to a free ride. So all of us clock out at 2am. I said out loud the names of the people and said come with me, I'll drop you guys off at the station. As we're walking outside, she comes up to me and says, can you drop me off? I'll be ready in a few minutes, I have to change my shoes. I said, sorry, but from now on, I don't want to give you rides anymore. You should ask for a shift change. She got visibly upset and talked about how dangerous the streets are and how I'm petty for not giving her a ride. I changed my tone and said, enough, it's my truck. You can find your own way home. I'm not the city bus. Caused a bit of a scene, but my coworkers agreed with me. It's my truck. I can choose who to let in. I could understand being upset enough at this person being a slack off at work or whatever, but that doesn't justify calling out loud like you're some factory foreman, only these people are allowed bonuses. It just wasn't called for to call them out like that in front of everybody. And to be fair, personally, I think it's still kind of crappy even if you don't like her because of her productivity at work to make them walk 5 miles at 2am in the dark. Our next story is, am I the jerk for embarrassing my cousin in front of everyone at my wedding? I, 28-year-old male, and my wife, 29-year-old female, got married in May. We had the wedding at this beautiful hotel. We had about 150 people attending. I have one friend, 29-year-old male, who has a service dog and is in a wheelchair. He was in an accident a few years ago and is paralyzed from the waist. His dog is always well-behaved and nobody made a fuss. My cousin, 32-year-old female, has a Great Dane that is untrained, and nobody in the family likes the dog. I made it clear to her many times that the dog was not welcome to the wedding. Well, the day of the wedding, she shows up late with her dog on a leash. My father and I were furious and told her to leave with the dog. She refused and then let the dog off the leash. She promised he would be on his best behavior. He started jumping on people, tried to play with my best friend's service dog, and overall was upsetting everyone there. My cousin's defense was that he's a therapy dog and she can't leave without him. She then pointed out that my friend brought a dog to the wedding so it wasn't a big deal. I started yelling at her that there was a huge difference between a well-trained service dog and her dog. Everyone was staring at us at this point, and she grabbed her dog and left, crying. My aunt approached me after that wedding, that I didn't have to embarrass my cousin like that and she was struggling with mental health. I explained that I told her many times before the wedding that the dog was not welcome. 
My cousin's now trying to paint me as the bad guy. She sent me multiple messages demanding an apology. Am I the jerk for embarrassing my cousin in front of everyone at my wedding? If you were well aware that this dog is not a properly trained service animal and it's mostly a for show thing, you know, somebody saying, I have to take my service animal everywhere with me, but it's not actually true, then yeah, I don't think you're the jerk for saying, don't bring this dog. I think it would have been more than fair for OP to say, don't bring the dog. If you want to bring the dog, literally do not come. That would have been totally fair and how OP acted was totally fair, especially considering they're a great Dane too on top of all that. Our next story is, am I the jerk for ordering from the kids menu? I, female 23, can't eat much. I see people eat a whole pizza by themselves, whole dinner plates all by themselves, their burger and sides all by themselves. I can't. I eat multiple meals a day, not just three. I'll take smaller portions and maybe eat four to five times a day. I went to a new restaurant, not fancy, with my boyfriend and wanted something that they served in the regular adult menu but they also had a smaller kids portion. It was cheaper too and there was no age limit listed on the menu, so I went ahead and ordered that. When the server came, she told me that it wasn't fair for me to order from the kids menu because I'm clearly not a kid and the price is cheaper, therefore their 20% tip would be less. I asked her to show me where the age limit was listed and she couldn't because there was none. If there was, I would have skipped out on it and ordered the regular size. She clearly just wanted a bigger tip. So we left zero dollars just because of her attitude towards me. Am I the jerk? Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't care if this affects what anybody thinks of me, but if you're coming to me complaining that somebody at my table ordered a kid's menu because they legitimately cannot eat a full adult-sized meal, and you as the waiter or waitress without even knowing that start complaining because you're not going to get a bigger tip, I'm definitely leaving nothing. Am I wrong for that? Is OP wrong because they left nothing for the server after that? Our next story is, am I the jerk for taking my daughter's paycheck for the whole summer? My daughter, 16, caused a huge amount of damage to the family car around May. It was 100% her fault, since she was texting while driving and went off the curb. She was fine, but the wheels and axles got messed up badly. It would cost about $3,000 to get it fixed. Luckily, our insurance covered that, even though our rates did go up, so the car got fixed up. My wife and I decided that she needed to pay it back as a punishment, so we had her get a job, fast food, and have been collecting her money after every pay period. This got back to my sister and she blew up on me about stealing from our kid and called me a jerk. I need an outside opinion. The money we're taking goes into her college account. Her paychecks are pocket change to what me and my wife bring in. We don't need it. We're doing it as a lesson and that's it. Considering you're not actually just keeping it for yourself and it's all going to a college fund, it's not too bad, but honestly, I would like to see maybe a little portion of it still stick with the daughter, just if anything to show that you can work for some money. I mean, at the end of the day, I think she totally does have to pay something back for what she's done, and it does help her kind of learn some ramifications for what a horrendous mistake she made. She is still working a fast food job. She probably does deserve some kind of income from it, even if it's pocket change from her pocket change. This next story is, am I the jerk for outing my best friend of 10 plus years for a lie? I, female 27, have been best friends with this person for 10 plus years. Recently I found out that she's been lying to me for 2 years about being pregnant and having a baby. This friend 
would tell me for the last year and a half how her daughter's father has kept her from her child. Of course, as a good friend, I wanted to help her. I agreed recently to take her to go get her child from him. I drove two hours to pick her up the night before and then took her the next day to get her child. I drove her three hours from where I lived. We'd arrived at 2.46 p.m. When we got there, she said she needed a minute to herself and wanted to go walk around. So I sat in my car by myself while she did that. Around 3.30 p.m. I texted her and asked what time he would be there and she told me he got off at 4.30 p.m. I agreed to wait. After waiting for about an hour, I had texted her again and asked what time he would be there. She told me 6 p.m. At 6.01 p.m. she texted me and said he would be there at 6.45 p.m. I'd eventually texted her at 6.40 p.m. and told her if he wasn't there at 7 p.m. I would be leaving. At 7.01 p.m. she texts me and says that he's going to take her to her daughter, which I thought was a little strange. I tried to call her and she didn't answer. So I texted her and let her know I would be leaving regardless. I waited until 7.20pm to leave and she never said anything to me at all. She didn't text me until 11pm. Well before I had received a text from her, I ended up reaching out to her mom to see if she had spoken to her. This is where it got interesting. Her mom had informed me that she's never had a child. Well, I was convinced that I didn't know what was true, so I had decided my only point of contact between me and her daughter's father was his ex-girlfriend so i messaged the ex on instagram this ex has helped me out so much my best friend was extremely ticked that i reached out to her mom and the ex-girlfriend my best friend finally decided that she was going to come clean and tell the truth that there has never been a baby i even tried to confront her about it after her mom had told me there was no baby and she refused to answer the question i was so ticked and upset Also, let me add in that she told me I'm a bad friend because I left her four hours away from her house and in a strange town. But am I the jerk for doing my own investigating? Edit, here's the timeline of our friendship. Let me clear a couple of things up. We started being friends in 2012. She moved two hours away in 2020. In 2020, I got pregnant with my son. I've been a full-time single mom. I stayed in contact with her through FaceTime, and I've only seen her in person three times from the time she moved to current. During her pregnancy, I didn't see her because she used COVID as an excuse, which I respected because I had a COVID baby. Well, in May of 2021, she sends me a picture and says she's had her baby. She tells me on FaceTime one day that she let her daughter's father take the baby because she was depressed. Well, when she reached out to me on Thursday, she said he was trying to take her daughter from her for good and get her rights taken away. So I agreed on Friday to take her to get her daughter. And that's when this crap show happened. I hope this helps a little more. Also, I'll add that maybe I was blinded by things because she told me things I could relate to. The other part is where she didn't want to post her because she didn't want the world to see her daughter. To clarify, the picture of the baby was her cousin's baby. I don't know anyone on her dad's side, also. Definitely not the jerk and the thing I'm the most confused about is... What was actually going on this whole time? Did OP just take her to her hookup? Like, was she just having, like, a good old night out and hoping OP would wait around as, like, their retained cab driver? I don't know about OP, but I would be so torn up and twisted over this whole thing that, like, I would begin retracing the last 10 years of our friendship and trying to figure out what was true and what was a lie. If they were willing to put this lie up for 10 years, what else total BS falsehood stuff has gone on? 
I don't even know if it's worth trying to talk to the mom or the ex anymore, just cut them all off and leave that whole thing behind in my opinion. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy am I the jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.